Do you believe in UFOs? Uh, no, I don't think I do. <laughs> okay, important clarification, follow-up. Do you believe in aliens? I'm not opposed to the idea. Not opposed to the idea? It's not a question of... of, of how you're feeling there either is or isn't ufos and aliens okay i thought of something to talk about really fast though so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna segue we're gonna segue back okay Okay. let's start we'll start from here no it's gonna be great okay have you ever had sleep paralysis yes yeah uh, uh explain what it is Okay, so um, it's, I don't know scientifically, but basically I think you kind of wake up, so like you kind of wake up in REM, I think, and it's very odd because you're aware and awake, but like you cannot move. You're you're completely like paralyzed. Okay, so um, I had, it happened to me like four times in a year. Like it hasn't happened to me a really long time, but I went through this like, it just, it was frequent, you mm-hmm. know, it just, it was a pattern. And, um, before I ever had it, I remember someone saying that a lot of people think they're abducted by aliens when they have sleep paralysis. Actually, yeah, I have heard that. Because yes. it's very weird. Yeah, because it's very weird. And, like, I am so proud of myself because the first time it happened to me, I was hearing weird shit. And, like, the word alien came to me at some point. And I remember saying to myself, you are just asleep. There are no aliens. You're not being abducted. That's awkward. So <laughs> regularly, uh, what will happen to me is, uh, you know, contrary to your ability to rationalize in a moment of panic, uh, when I'm sleepy, yeah. like, when I'm sleepy, I, I, I can't think straight. I think, like, I think that's normal, though. I think normal people can't. Um, yeah. When I wake up uh, in the middle of the night with, like, um, my, my hand is falling asleep or my arm is falling asleep, you know, it just kind of flops around, every time, without fail, my first thought is, like, this is forever. Sure. <laughs> without fail. <laughs> and actually, like, recently, this weekend maybe, there was twice in the same night where I woke up, once my whole arm and once it was just my hand, and both times I was, like, Wow. <laughs> You did it this time, Casman. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Where you wake up like that? Yeah. I do that with um, with uh, frostbite. I always think I have frostbite. Like, the moment Ooh. that I'm too cold to feel anything, I immediately am like, well, I lost my hand. Like, mm-hmm. instant. They're going to So I, under- I understand yeah. the, yeah, no, the instant overreaction. I- I've been there. Uh, and you know what um, causes frostbite is aliens. Exactly. Bring it back to aliens. So, um... Which you... So, so yeah. You, you, <laughs> I... Okay, honestly. Honesty hour. 100% honesty hour. Um, yeah. I, I... I don't... I feel like we know each other relatively well. Yeah. I, I would have put money, 
hard cash on the fact that you believe in aliens and UFOs. I would have put a lot of money on it. I Okay, I feel like I hate taking a stance on it because I feel more like I'm open-minded, but nothing's convinced me thus far that, like, it's it's a thing. So you're, Does that you're make sense? Ag- yeah, you're sort of agnostic to the idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, if someone was like, oh, we for sure, like, found aliens, and, like, con- I'd be like, sure. Believe yeah, it. No, yeah. I absolutely. But like at this point in time, I am not convinced. I respect about that. It. Where, where, I respect where, that. Where Where are you at? I think I'm. I'm. I think I used to be you. Um, <laughs> I I used to be at that agnostic stage, but at this point in my life, I am just ready to dive in and accept. Okay, just just the sh- just the sheer math of it all, right? How could there be so much space? So much, sure. so much space and 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 planets and rocks and stars and you know whatever else is in the the sky. I don't pretend to know. How could there be that much of it and not one yeah. guy with seven eyes? You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's and I'm totally on that ship. Like, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, you're on that ship. Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> Wink, wink. I'm, yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like a spaceship is what I'm winking at. No, yeah, I, I feel so. Have, do you? Uh, so alien life, yeah. Yes. Straight up UFOs. Zero percent. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I Absolutely do not, not. I do not think that 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 UFOs have been spotted um, at all. I don't think so. Um, I don't think aliens have been spotted by humans ever, um, and I, I, I mean, obviously, there's going to be someone, Ryan Kenny, who listens to this and, well, actually, any uh, flying object that can't be identified is a UFO, and fuck you for that. But I mean, but like, no, I don't think alien spacecraft have ever happened by Earth, because that's ridiculous. See, now I feel like we're correctly placed in our uh, points of views now. I feel like we right. started a little flip-flopped, you know, which was exciting. And now it's like we're each a little cynical, you, you but in the right ways. It, I think there's something very, um, well, uh, like ethnocentric, but also just like like egotistical to think that there would be again remember like all of this space um and for listeners i'm making a wild hand gesture all of this space Mm -hmm. out there and aliens would want to visit us like why would they come here i i don't know i don't know i for some reason i just keep picturing the movie uh close encounters of the third kind (laughs) like Mm -hmm. literally i'm just like playing that in my head um, well, it's about aliens. Should we explain? Should we explain a little bit what we're, what we watched, and then because sure. so, I'm so ready this, to, I'm ready to go. This week we watched Prince Albert. Uh, it's a documentary by the BBC about. Oh, that's that's next week. I'm sorry, I goofed. <laughs> you silly goose. Um, no. This week we watched The Curse of the Man Who Sees UFOs. It's a documentary on netflix about a uh, crazy no i shouldn't say crazy uh it's mm. about a guy 
named Chris Rapolo, uh, who uh, spends his days spotting UFOs in Monterey, California. Am I right about where it is in California? Yeah, Monterey. Mo- Monterey. Right off Monterey. the PCH, just north of the Chinese right. castle. Uh, both accurate. I mean, like, <laughs> barely, but, but, but yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Those, both uh, of those directional points would get you somewhere. You take the 405 freeway no. right past Mulholland Drive, make a left at the Hollywood no, wrong sign. direction. Wrong direction. And, uh, make sure to wave <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel on your way by. Um, so the, the documentary is kind of a, um, you know, a bi- biography style, I guess you'd say. Uh, following this one guy, his name's Chris Rapolo, who has, in his own right, like, a very interesting, dramatic, weird life, um, but then yeah. also UFOs. Also, and I, I just, the biggest star of this movie is actually one of this man's dogs, <laughs> who was the dog in Pirates of the Caribbean that was holding the key. And let me tell you, I like geeked the fuck out. <laughs> and it really I was. Really it, did. That really is the dog, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's totally the dog. And like, I was so starstruck through the TV. I was like, man, this dog's seen Johnny Depp. Like, it's it's it's, seen it's some funny shit. too. It's funny too because like you know the the director <laughs> is rattling off this list of things that are like crazy things that chris says and like this man thinks he sees ufos and he says his dog was in pirates of the caribbean but if his dog really was in pirates of the caribbean maybe that lends credence to the ufo claim it's clever to kind of sprinkle in yeah if you're whispering no i was just no i was gonna make like a like ooh shit that Mm. was a good point we'll add a sound effect right there of a whole yeah, crowd. Yeah, that's going, what I was. Oh, shit. Wild. Just a whole oh. crowd of people. Yeah. Yeah. Just a minute. We'll add um, a marker. Good. Post. It, do it in post. Um, but anyway, back to back to the man at hand. <laughs> um, this guy grew on me. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Initially, I thought he was. Like, I kind of wrote him off. I'm like, you're nuts. Mm-hmm. And, like, do I still think he's nuts? Yeah, absolutely. But not in the same way I thought he was nuts initially. No, I think, and I think that definitely that was the point, you know, they were trying to do. Yeah. Also, in hindsight, like, so we were introduced to Chris on a golf course, and he's talking about a time that uh, he, that allegedly a UFO made him shit himself. Um, so they yeah, don't weird. introduce him in the most attractive way possible. The the other thing that they did early on was have him go uh, to a he went to a bathroom where a person had like burned up against this wall, and he's like smell the moss and he like scrapes a little moss off his finger and he shoves it in the camera guy's face. He's like smell the moss. What does it smell like? Human flesh. He's also, I mean, oh he's also a heavy set guy who neglects to wear a belt, uh, which causes his pants to fall down a lot, which I'm not saying that's the he director's could be... fault or anything. Yeah. Right. He could be Michael Moore's cousin. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I can see that. Second cousin. Yeah. You know, In the not... same, like they had the same great grandfather. Right. 
who uh, believed in UFOs and shitty documentaries. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Um, this the thing about this documentary, a thing about this documentary, like other documentaries we've watched, it was kind of a situation where a down on his luck, down on their luck director, wannabe documentary filmmaker was kind of just like handed a project right mm-hmm. um, where this director was he wanted to be an editor uh, and then uh, Chris Rapolo got in contact with him and was like hey like can you edit together my 40 hours of UFO footage and then this guy was like sure and while I'm at it I'm also gonna make a documentary about you I don't have a point there I just think that's really cool. You just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Hey, that's great. You should share what you Thanks. find interesting. I agree. Thanks. It was nice. The guy, I'll say this too, the guy, like, entertained it. Like, they weren't, like, he wasn't, like, a skeptic about it. He also didn't, like, completely buy into it, but he was just, like, a- along for the ride, and they would go, like, they'd go out at night and, like, look at stuff. I, I will I, say, like, yeah. the footage was kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, did any of it seem compelling to you? Like, there were a few... The ones where it was, like, the three dots in the triangle, mm-hmm. like, so consistently seeing that kind of freaked me out. I was like, oh, that's cool. I was, like, halfway ready to be excited. And then, casually, okay. casually, they start dropping the fact that they're right near this big naval base um and there's like an army base not too far away so like then all excitement was was gone for me because then literally everything my brain was just like oh yeah that's they're doing some kind of weapons testing or like oh yeah they're doing some flight testing yeah um which is totally plausible and and according to occam's razor likely yeah but like fuck Occam like sometimes maybe things are complicated I don't know like I do want to believe but um was it was it another documentary we were watching it was um the the three hour uh marathon um was the one right where they were saying that um the government was it that one where the government like was lying about the fact that there were UFOs. What am I talking about? Was this a documentary? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you you barely said what you're talking about. Something where the government was lying about you. No, we've watched that. The no, was, I like, know what you're talking about. The government like intentionally planted this idea that they were aliens to cover up the fact that oh, there were that was, actually yes, yes, aliens. Yes. Yes. No, I'm pretty sure that is from that uh so like, from that one. Would so given that quote unquote fact, if that were true, would it not also be true that a government could fly around UFOs in order to hide the fact that there were actually UFOs? So then so then are there just UFOs? <gasps> I mean, maybe. And there's and there's the and there's the web and there's the circle. Yeah, I you mean, see? I, yeah. And then you just and then you're in it. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, we should definitely try and watch more alien conspiracy theory documentaries. Um, I, I mean, I guess. I... I I don't like to think that there aren't aliens. I think that's so depressing. Well, and and like you said, it's just, like the probability is very high. But then like I don't know, it was just weird that they were like just to entertain the believer side. Like a lot of them saw this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for years. And they they definitely and did, similar stuff. They did things which didn't seem to have any practical purpose, like change colors, uh, for example. Definitely, like I don't see the military application to throwing a rave in the sky. Yeah, they were very colorful. Um, and you're right that Was a that lot of people saw it. Oh, I don't know. It could have been. Oh. A lot of people saw them. I really liked that scene, actually, when um, he, like, goes back to this taco place. And he's, like, he treats this guy like he's his, like, old buddy, like, who they go way back. But the restaurant owner, like, doesn't seem to even recognize Chris at all. But Chris was like, yeah, I remember that night we went out and we saw a UFO. Tell him about it. And the guy's like, uh like what and he's like you know the ufo like you went out here and then like the guy's like oh yeah and like he like kind of plays along but like doesn't really know what he's talking about i thought it was really cute yeah i enjoyed that yeah no it was nice i don't know there was something did you get this did you get a feeling that it was like and this is gonna sound more negative than i wanted to but it was kind of like student filmy Oh, very. I mean, a lot of it was, like, his footage, right? Oh, no, no, that's not what I mean. I just meant, like, the structure of it. I meant the structure of the whole documentary. Like, that compared to other things we've seen, it wasn't as, like, polished. Uh, It it felt very, like, formulaic. Oh, yeah, it was, like, just... Yeah, I mean, it was, like, very much home videos. It starts out with a guy you think is crazy. They humanize him beyond belief because like legitimately this guy's been through some stuff so then they make it you know human fuzzy wuzzy and then by the end you're like eh, maybe yeah. maybe this big, guy's on to something the big moment for me like what was your biggest thing biggest i mean like the big moment for me that was like okay this is just way too formulaic is when the direct the like voiceover is like um and, you know, then it dawned on me that Chris may have been influenced by his environment, too. And it's like, okay. It's so, like, we've already gone through, like, you know, how he was influenced by his family. And we've gone through how he was influenced by his past. We've gone through. Now let's talk about his environment. And then we'll talk about, you know, the time he's living in. And then we'll talk. I mean, like, it just felt like yeah, we were ticking off uh, documentary boxes. I don't know. Have you been to Monterey? Mm-hmm. That was something I meant to ask you. No, I actually never went. The big thing that people go to there is the aquarium. is pretty dope. Um, but no, I've never been to Monterey. Does so it, I've never seen a UFO. Does it have, like, stereotypes associated with it? I honestly do not know. Like, I don't even know anyone from there. Hmm. What, it, what, what were your vibes? Well, because it looks I like... I mean, obviously very beachy. Yeah, it looks like a beach town and a golf 
like all you see is the yeah. golf courses really but i was just wondering if because like i don't know like why does this guy live there i guess that's just where he lives like he shouldn't move well that's part of it though so like <clears throat> they he didn't see stuff other places mm-hmm yeah, you know what I mean? Really like point. he didn't—he didn't go to like the middle of Arizona, or wherever like Area Fifty One is. I don't know. I don't think uh, I don't think you're supposed to know. I think that's one of the things about that. I'm sure it's in like Arizona, um, <laughs> but like I'm just saying, he didn't like. There's other places you could no, go right. and like have a view of shit. And like if they follow you, like. Couldn't they follow you anywhere? That was that was like the biggest thing I think for me where it was like, okay, maybe he's like he's a little bit weird was uh well obviously he's a little bit weird, but like, you know, weird as a <laughs> euphemism was when he started talking about like he was having a bad day and then the UFOs came to cheer him up, you know? Or like he would like kinda thank them and like talk to them and like that was a little bit that was like a little too far for me. I don't know. Have you have you seen the cruise? Yeah, <laughs> you made me watch that. Do you, do you remember the cruise? Um, like not a lot. That guy was. I remember thinking this so the, guy's nuts. Yeah. So the cruise is about uh probably more <laughs> crazy guy uh, in New York who uh, is a one of those double-decker tour guides. Um, and one of the things he does in it, which reminded me a lot of Chris, um, is he has, quote-unquote, sex with the architecture of a building. Um, he stands in the center of a street and looks up at uh, the facade of a building and uh, interacts with it on a spiritual level. And Chris does a similar thing, in my mind, with UFOs or with what he thinks are UFOs. Uh, I don't know how to say... What? FOs that he can't... You. Uh, he can't I. Mm. Uh, he he mm-hmm. kind of just looks at them and, like, just, like, thanks them and, like, has this emotional connection to them, which I kind of almost envy? I don't know. It's interesting to, like, be that connected and passionate about something like that. Definitely. Which brings me to, and this is cynical, but this guy is a movie maker mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. and he makes horror, sci-fi, crazy stuff. Made, but, Do yeah. You, made. Do you think his art informs his obsession or the other way around? Like, do you I, think his active imagination causes him to see these things, or do you think he sees these things and then is inspired to make art? I, would, I don't know that we'll know, but I'm just saying. No, I mean, I, th- I, I, for me, like, I, the way I under, or the way I see him is like that his act, that his active imagination, like that he's, is what makes him see UFOs. You know what I mean? That like the kind of person who's going to see extraterrestrial life as much as he does is gonna is gonna want to see it kind of a thing yeah yeah which is why so we've never seen UFOs like, you and I it's cause we're pathetic don't uh, care. cynical 
Yeah. The crop circle thing. Okay. Was interesting. Let's talk about that. I did you did you like buy any of it or like what no. the hell? Crop circles are so that's one of my problems is like I spend so much time actively debunking things. Like crop sure. circles are so easily debunked on the internet all the time that when that came out I was like this is that that so at one point they find these crop circles and I'm like that's garbage like they're always garbage why would he believe it's real and then he did believe it was real and I got mad what what um like the things that debunk them like is it just people being dumb yeah it's like always it's always either a promotional stunt like it was here or it's just people being dumb, like trying to do something funny or fun um, or different. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't have the first idea of how I would go about doing it, but it's just something. It's something people do. I don't know. What did you think? What, yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. Like, I still like at the end of the day, I thought like something happened to it. But it was very cool. I don't know. The thing that made me, like, intrigued was he's like, it's not mowed down. It's flattened down. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit, that's, that's, that's solid. You know, I, I, think, I think overall, when I'm thinking about this documentary, it's like, it's sort of tough to talk about because there isn't a lot of those details. There, there isn't a lot of, like... Yeah. It's it's kind of broad strokes about this one guy, and like, so what? We're just gonna shit on this one guy? You know what I mean? Like, slash tell his like tragic life story. Oh, that we don't have to talk mom, about it. That thing with his mom was really sad. Yeah, this guy definitely like had a fucked up family. Yeah, and. It may, it, oh, the, we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did we? Why? Why? I mean, we do. You, here's a here's a here's a documentary question for you. Did we? And I'm gonna. I want you. To, I can hear you talk in my Bluetooth headphones. So I'm just gonna get up to get the charger. So don't be surprised. So talk for a little bit while I get the charger. But the question is, did we, as a viewer, have to see that? that that heart-wrenching thing with him explaining his relationship with his mother do we have did we have to see that all right um i i don't think so like i think we would have been fine without it he still had like a, an interesting ride to where he is now just keep um, talking i'm just getting the charger but, yeah no i'm still talking it's good um but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely think that was like the heartstrings, like humanizing moment. I don't know. I feel like they definitely try to drive that point home. I I just like, I sort of felt like he's normal. Yeah, but oh God, that was I. I mean, on the one hand, I was happy. I was really nervous that Jolene, when we learned about her at the beginning. I was really nervous that she was, like, not going to be real or, like, was going to be a sex robot in his closet. Like, you know, so I was yeah. I was happy that she, she turned out to be, like, a normalizing factor for this guy. 
But I, but I also wondered whether like the, all of the mother familial stuff was a just, I don't know about a distraction, but like was not, wasn't helping the main bulk of the documentary. I don't know. Yeah. Well, spoiler, because we're just like talking around it. So yeah. the gist of it is his brother stole money from him. And like then all of his money. when he, all of his money and when he needed it for his fiance with cancer, uh, the brother wasn't around, wouldn't give him money. The mom wouldn't give him any money. Uh, she died. And then did he ask his mom for money again or something? Maybe. And then she wrote him and a then she dis- really nasty letter and, she disowned and disowned him. Yeah. Him. Um, I don't know. I just so super sad. It bummed me out. You know what I mean? Sure. And this could have been... But then it's like... Hmm. No, yeah. Sorry. I mean, this could have... Like, on the... those. This could have been, like, a... Not necessarily feel good, but this kind of... Could have been, like, a kind of cool slice of life, you know, embedding with a UFO believer. But instead... But... But is it... Yeah? Well, I just wanted to say, actually... It's interesting, this documentary neglected to go into, like, the greater culture of UFO wing, right? Because there's conventions, and there are... This is not one crazy guy. There are thousands and millions of people who believe in this stuff. Oh, yeah. No, there, there is. I feel like I actually have watched a documentary about, like, a, a group of people somewhere. Yeah, there's, con- there's um, definitely a convention. But then, okay, so then if we want to say that this was, like, a story and, you know, talking about this one guy, then maybe the point is, like, he's found, like, he's found, like, faith and comfort in something that he thinks are UFOs. Like, it's not, it's not so unlike someone having a religion necessarily. No. You know what I mean? No, no, no. So it's, like, maybe, maybe for him the lights... (laughs) The lights are just what does it for him, you know? And maybe that's kind of sweet. I, I, I guess that's Whether true. Whether it's true or not. No, it's true. I mean, if the beach can be his therapy with these lights, like, you know, good on him. So, unfortunately, we missed the International UFO Congress. Uh, it was February Damn. 15th through 19th. Um, but they had, you know, a bunch of speakers... Looks like they had uh, some activities planned. Uh, Where was it? That's a good question. They have a nice website. It was... It was... Uh, they won the Guinness World Record for the largest UFO convention. It was in Wicopa... It was at the Wicopa Resort in Fountain Hills, Arizona. It's oh, a really nice Arizona. Website. Huh. Where Area Fifty One probably I think, is. I think Area. I thought it was in um, Nevada. I thought that was like, like canon. I thought we all agreed on that. Jason, that's what that's what everyone thinks it is, but it's really in Arizona. The government just wants you to think it's in Nevada, so that like it's clar- actually in Arizona. I would like to clarify something I said earlier in this podcast. Um, while I do wholeheartedly believe in aliens. I also wholeheartedly do believe that aliens do not have an oval face and 
big black guys and are short. I don't think that at all. Oh, I think they're tall. Um, <laughs> that's all. That's all the direction I really have. I just I think they're tall. They're probably. Have you seen a rival? Uh, no. They kind of look like elephants in that one. I mean, I grew up with Star Trek Next Generation in the background, so I feel like I've seen some alien life form. Mm, that's interesting. You know. But conveniently, everyone in Star Trek speaks English, so yeah, I don't know that. how it would that's actually nice, work. That's a nice I know. Thing. It's nice that that's the intergalactic... <laughs> national language it's weird that for, for the olympics <laughs> a... for some reason they chose french but for international uh inter- intergalactic uh activities yeah we went with english which is a we went with english a mandarin's a close second good call because otherwise yeah things would get real really um listen i'm okay with ending it now but I, there's something important that we have to discuss uh or at least just like plug for a second um Although there's no way you would hear it from us first. The third season of Rick and Morty uh, has, is starting with a trickle. Uh, speaking of, it's just speaking of aliens. And the first episode was beautiful. It's, it's marvelous. It's a, it's a welcome drop of water in what has been a Rick and Morty desert. Uh, and that's it. That's all I needed to say, I guess. I just needed to get that out of my system in some way. I I haven't watched it yet and I'm Why? a horrible person. But I'm well um I don't think I can well I'm gonna you, I'm gonna try. You absolutely can. If you want me to uh show you how, I will show you how. Okay, cool. Also it's on yeah. uh every night this week at ten PM on adultswim.com yes. backslash Rick and Morty backslash stream. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe you will. Uh, All right. Let's talk, Emily. If you were going to listen to a podcast, where might you listen to it? Like this one, for example. Where would you listen? Your Skype literally cut out, and I don't know what you just said. <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, this is an easy question. Okay, look. I'll just rattle through it. We, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Oh, Tumblr. sorry. I, I, I threw you the softest of softballs. You literally froze, and I was like, Ugh. I think it, I don't know why it's glitching. I wonder if maybe my computer just has too many applications open, because I'm, I'm speeding on the internet right now. Like, my... My internet is zooming, but Skype has just just been plummeted. Just been the worst. Just, just, just ate the shitter, as they say. Um, mm. Look, we're on we're on all the we're on all the outlets. We're on Tumblr. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, Tumblr might be a good spot to go to. Recently, iTunes has started deleting um, our episodes as we're going along, which is super frustrating. Um, but they're they're gonna be there for a while on Tumblr, also on the Podbean site, um, also on the Facebook. You know, you can find them places if you really tried. Um, sure. Emily Toby is at EM Toby. I'm at JC Casman. We're at Postdoc Podcast. Um. Yeah, that's um. 
that's us. We're a postdoc podcast. Uh, we're gonna be yeah. we're gonna be um, live at uh, Area Fifty One next week. Um, and I already spoiled it, but Emily, what are we watching next week? I know. I'm looking to see exactly what the title is because oh, okay, wonderful. Next week we are watching Prince Philip: The Plot to Make a King. Uh, it's on Netflix. If you haven't watched The Crown, you might want to, and then watch this. You'll find it very juicy. Uh, but yeah, we're going to learn all about England. So exciting. Next week, we're going to be English experts. Um, oh, this yes. week, you know, we talked about aliens. We talked about UFOs. So uh, our, our quote comes from uh, someone who I believe is connected with that in some way just because of the, sh- the number of quotes he has on the subject i don't know who he is his name's arthur c clark he says i'm sure the universe is full of intelligent podcasts it's just been too intelligent to come to documentaries damn it's nice succinct elegant <laughs>